Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? Want to gamble? They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Welcome to the bonus round. This is a chance for us to bring you some additional Vegas content, not a part of the usual show. 360 Vegas Reviews is our opportunity to look a little more in-depth at all things Vegas and share the experience with you. Today, we are welcoming the newest contributing member of the 360 Vegas family, Josh, a.k.a. at VegasJDubs on Twitter, and we are discussing Misbehaves Mavericks. Well, hello, Hey, sir. guys. Hey. Hello. It is um, an absolute pleasure to be here. This is kind of something that we've been slowly working toward over the last six months, and it's exciting to be here today doing this. So it's funny. I'd like to say that I somehow had the foresight to do this because we retained <laughs> the rights to 360vegasreviews.com, <laughs> but we haven't used it in a while. So I was like, oh, sweet. I got to make sure uh, well, you I don't got, lose my URL. You got tired of writing stuff, and then when Josh volunteered, because you know, I think everybody but he knows. But such a different style. Oh, he that, does. That it's why we have to, to be able to go, hold on. We're starting bit reviews over again. <laughs> well, and because I think everybody knows, I, you know, we've read, a, uh, I think, two of your show reviews on the podcast yeah, oh yeah. as part yep. of the bonus round. And it was just one of those things where it's like, like you I know, bet you it sounds so just, much better if it was from him. Yeah, we should just get him on. You, you, you write in such an interesting way. I can't wait to I can't wait to do this live and in person. Right. Over okay, Zoom. let's not raise the bar too high before we get started right. here. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's what we do around here. The that's pressure's right. on. I'm all about lowering expectations <laughs> and then exceeding them. It's a much easier hurdle. So. Right. <laughs> all right, sir. Lead us in. All right. All right. So today we're going to talk a little bit about um, misbehaved mavericks. Um, misbehaved mavericks. So imagine that your local bar gathered its funniest sexiest, strangest, and most talented patrons and friends brought them together and put on a wild variety show. And you've kind of got a reasonable idea of what you'd experience when you see misbehaved Maverick. Really? I'm not even familiar with this show. That's, that's, that's another reason why we're going with Josh. Yeah. It, it, the things are just on his radar that just aren't on mine. Well, and, and he and the missus are, I mean, the missus They're is avid. a big show person. Yeah. So as yeah. we, as we discussed before, the, the trade-off is, you know, we, Josh we, makes sure she gets dinner. We and got a, a show. very, we got a very high first round pick for this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but yeah, they go see a ton of shows. I mean, pretty much we do like when you guys are out here, isn't it like a show a night for the most part? That's, that's typically the standard. Yeah. Is, wow. is, is a show a night. Yeah. Yeah, a show a night. So, and and we've talked about that on the on the podcast, like on my letters. That yep. you know, the kind of the deal is that I take her out to dinner, a show, and then during the day is kind of like mine, where I can say we're doing this or we're doing that, or I'm going gambling and you can go do whatever. Um, and so that's the trade off: is, is she gets she gets kind of her date night, and I get to screw around during the day. Successful marriage. So, yes. Yeah. No, yeah. Negotiate it. That's all you got to do. Right. Yep. Very cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so, so yeah, we see a lot of shows. And this is one that we saw back in July. 
Um, back in spring, there was some buzz that was starting to grow about this show. Um, Vital Vegas reported on it. Yep. And I, I've got to say here, I often really appreciate his perspective and his info. And I know he's, he's a friend of the podcast, but he has, in my opinion, a love of all things downtown that I don't always share. Uh, yes. He's, he's very <laughs> downtown heavy handed. I'll agree. He is. <laughs> well, and he, I mean, he's known that area so what well because he, 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 absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's what absolutely. I mean. That's what's so great. Like you have our show, you have his show. Yeah. Like you can satisfy each individual's type of needs. Well, that's the great thing about the Vegas podcasting community is podcast diverse. You'll, you'll find something that, that tickles your fancy. Agreed. (laughs) So this buzz though, you know, it wasn't just coming from Scott. It started coming from other places. And I was like, all right, we got to see the show. I knew about the previous misbehave show, which was like misbehaves game show or the misbehave game show or something like that. That Mm -hmm. was at Bally's for a while, but I only knew about it by name. Um, I'm also, guys, I'm, I'm not afraid to admit, I'm kind of a value shopper when it comes to Vegas. I mean, taking oh her God, out to perfect. a show and a dinner every single evening, that, yeah. that adds up. It does. So yeah. I'm always looking for the deals. I'm looking for the bang for your buck. So at the time that we got these tickets, they were $25 each. Nice. Wow. I was absolutely sold. Now, <laughs> right now, they're, all, they're up to $39 per person, but this is still a hell of a deal. Oh. Okay. You'd really be hard pressed to find. I mean, really any other show in town at that price. I mean, thirty nine dollars for you know your typical Vegas show runs about eighty minutes or so. Um, it's it's a it's a great deal. We'll talk a little bit more about costs though later on in the review. And okay. I'm, I, and if I'm jumping ahead, just you know, tell me to shut up. You'll cover it later. Know, but I, but isn't um isn't the isn't the Maverick show like it has an intermission? Like most, Holy most shit. Vegas shows that you go to, I think they're, they're like you said, 80 to 90 minutes and it just runs straight, straight through. I thought I remember that this one had an intermission. So like the, the total for like your 39 bucks, you're getting like two, two and a half hours. Holy shit. Is I that think. right? No, it was not. It definitely. So it was not that long. Okay. Um, I think they had a break in between acts where they let us. Um, you know, get up and pee and order another round of drinks <laughs> or whatever. Okay. Um, but uh, and they, they, they said that you need to go to the bathroom to do that, by the way, not just stand up. Right, not just stand up and pee. Um, yeah. You got to say, by the way, I'm going to jump ahead here and say that my wife wanted me to make sure that everyone knew that the bathrooms were like spacious and very clean. It was very important. <laughs> ah. I was like, what do you want me to tell them about the show? She was like, the bathrooms were nice. nice. So that's, so important. yeah, the, the bathrooms were great. Whether you use them in the intermission or you use them before, or after the show, the bathrooms were fantastic. Good to know. Key selling. Yeah. Things. So this show is at cheap shot, which is, um, on Fremont East in the space that, that used to be occupied by, by beauty bar. So Holy the shit. first block, Fremont East right there. Okay. Yeah. I um, oh, we saw it, as I idea. said before, <laughs> we saw this in July. Have you guys been there? No, no I'm familiar with the area. No. Yeah, I know the area, that. but we haven't been there. Okay. okay. All right. So it's on like the South side of the street. Um, we saw it in July and now it's super hot outside, right? right. Vegas in July. Oh yes. And seating at this venue, first come first serve. So we wanted to get there early and, you know, get good seats. Now, this is probably our least enjoyable part of the whole experience. Mm-hmm. So again, July, hot outside. We arrived at six o'clock for a seven o'clock curtain time. Okay. The website said the doors opened at six. So we're thinking no big deal. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's a fence out in front and a closed gate and they're not letting anyone in. Uh-oh. So... I'm thinking maybe they're doing this to make the show seem better because whatever was inside 
was certainly better than standing out on the street and melting. <laughs> I disagree. I disagree categorically. You're the only person that thinks It is that. true. I, I, I'm now accepting it. Well, and I'm thinking July at six o'clock, the sun was probably going, still right over. Going o- down no, on a nice right over, 102 day. Right overhead still. Yeah. It, well, it, it, was, it was shady where we were because we were on the south side of the street. Okay. But still, it, I mean, it was it was toasty. Hot, yeah. And, you know, we live in the in the Mojave Desert, too. So, it you know, we're, we're used to it. But still, I don't want to just stand out there and, 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 and stand it. But honestly, like the show could have been like watching aardvark shitting and it would have been great as long as there was air conditioning inside. <laughs> oh, there's a visual. I would, I, I would oddly pay money for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can go to a zoo and, and, and do that, honey. I don't think you need to pay for it. Yeah, a but show. Vegas does everything better, Karen. We know that. <laughs> Oh my God. So I, I got to be honest here. The venue staff, they really did their best to try to make up for it. Um, misbehave herself, who is, uh, that's the stage name of performer and um, our host, Amy Saunders. She came out, she apologized. Um, she handed out cold water bottles and she told us that the, the doors didn't actually open until 630, 30 minutes before showtime. And she had requested several times that the info online be changed, but it hadn't been changed yet. Oh. Now, when we arrived, there were already two groups of people in front of us. And before they finally let us in, quite a big line had developed behind us. Hmm. So I'm going to say that since seating is first come, first serve, I still recommend people arrive about an hour before showtime, even if the shows aren't going to open until 30 minutes before showtime. Right. Mm-hmm. Have a drink in hand. Choose your showtime carefully. Right. I'm just grateful, like I said, that it's it's on the south side of the street. So we had a little bit of shade. <laughs> so how, how big is the is the space? Like, can you so, ballpark like how many people it seats? Well, uh, I would say less than a hundred. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's a small, yeah. small area. It's, it's cozy. It's cozy. Um, let's talk a little bit about kind of the, the seating and, and how that worked in okay. that space. Um, it's, it, like I said, it's first come first serve when it was our turn to be seated. They said, Hey, do you want to be more toward the front or more toward the back? And I said, more toward the front. And they put us right smack in the front row. Of course. Nice. <laughs> Now I wasn't expecting this, but I was, I was fine with it. And I'm sure because they were so casual about all this, that if I said, you know what, can you put me back a a couple of rows or so they they would have been fine with it. Um, the chairs themselves, because I always like to review the seats. Like, what are you going to be sitting on for an hour and a half? (laughs) These small kind of cane back chairs that had no cushion. So it was a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, also was kind of weird is because I'm in the front row and I, there was nothing else around me. I ended up like resting my drink on the stage in front of me. Um, you were one of those yeah. people? Yeah. I mean, what else am I going to do? It's right. Uh, there's no other place to put it. So there was one act where they were like, I haven't seen this act before and I don't know how much space they're going to take up. So you might want to pick up your drink. But most of the time they were fine with it. Oh my goodness. Imagine like the people said, behind you then, where are they putting their drinks? Right. Um, I don't know. They put them on my shoulders. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, this, like I said, this is a cozy place. Okay. Um, so not a huge uh, amount of seating options. Um, there was only room for like a dozen people maybe in that front row. Okay. Um, so, so there's not, you know, a ton of seating and it's kind of a very long stretched out space. I don't know how else to describe it. So it's like okay. long and thin. Yeah. Okay. And, and there's no, there's no sloped seating like in a theater, you know, where like right. in the back you're higher up so you can see over people. It's, I mean, you, you are on the floor of the bar. So kind of like I, I'm envisioning, maybe it's a little bit bigger than the the potted potter space. Um, oh wow! That's and at good. least the potted potter had like the taller chairs in the back couple rows versus right, the regular. Right. Yeah, 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 like bar and, tops. Yeah, like yeah, bar yeah. top yeah. height. 
Um, so I'm so, guessing, was this, what is, how is this for me? Because I don't know who else has seen Potted Potter, but how is the space size-wise in relation to Potted Potter? So I would I'd say it, it felt more cramped, but also it might have been the same square footage, but just stretched out. Got it. And then the stage itself, again, much smaller, like, I don't know, maybe a 15 foot circle or something like it was okay. a small stage. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And everyone has like the same style of seating. Um, so, you know, there's not like if you are in the back, you know, you're, you're in higher chairs, nothing like that. Right. Okay. So for short people sitting in the back might be a challenge. Yeah. Unless yeah, you can yeah. like angle your head in between the people in front of you <laughs> right. to be able to like see. Con- like when we used to go to general admission <laughs> for concerts. Right. Is the stage elevated or is it right on the floor? Yes. Yeah. The stage is probably like, I don't know, two feet or so up off the ground, maybe okay. two and a half. Like it was, I mean, I was putting my drink there. So, so two or three feet. Okay. Well, that I'm helps right at least me. a little bit. If yeah. You're, yeah. At least Absolutely. Perf- performers Absolutely. aren't on the same level as you are. That would be tougher. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, drink service there is also excellent. They've got a decent size menu and you can even check that out online. Um, kind of all the standard cocktails, you know, old fashioned and sex on the beach and margaritas and they've got beers and wines and drink prices are, are pretty reasonable, um, for Vegas. Nice. Good. Yeah. Um, and, and drink servers were, were right there. You know, it wasn't some shows you see that they offer you a drink, um, before the show and then you don't see them again, right. except when they deliver it and that's it where they came around, I think two or three times. I think they brought me a drink I didn't order. And I was like, well, I'm drinking this because <laughs> right. why let it go to waste? It's here. So yeah, <laughs> they knew, they knew that you needed another beverage. Right. You needed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do want to mention another cost. Okay. Um, so you should bring extra cash to the show. I would say really? maybe $20 or so per person. Okay. And this wow. is in order to show your support for the performers. So oh. the way they like to show your support for the performers is kind of strip club style nice. where you take bills and you crumple them and you throw them on the stage. <laughs> and I thought that this was like a super kind of Vegas appropriate kind of thing. Yeah. Um, even if you've got like a, just bring a 20, they go around before the show and say, Hey, do you want to make change for this thing that we're, that we're doing? And so they've That's got awesome. people to make change huh. for you or whatever. And so I think we each had, you know, 20 bucks in, in ones and we would just throw them and, and yeah, the, the ones you like more, you're throwing more money and stuff like that. It's just like strippers, you know, you're making it rain and, and <laughs> on, the, on the bits that you like. What, um, how many, how many performers, how many different acts were there? I don't remember exactly how many acts there were themselves. Um, And I know it changes. I I know that, yeah, they they rotate different people in and out and they'll have guest performers and stuff that come in. So Mm. I was just wondering from a standpoint of, okay, $20, like, is that give you like two bucks an act? Do they have a ton of acts? So maybe it's only a a buck an act or whatever, but. um, Yeah, I I can't remember. I know that like there was a, um, and I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. There was a burlesque performer at the end that like, I just was like, all right, here's all the money that I have left. (laughs) There were (laughs) some acts that were so good that I actually forgot to throw my money because I'm just standing there like staring at them, (laughs) you know? I'm sure they're not, they weren't happy about that, but I, I, it's impressive (laughs) that, you know, you were that enthralled by what was going on. So I think they split the money up evenly because I didn't see anybody going through and like sweeping up between different acts or whatever, like, all right, so Billy did a great job juggling. So here's all his juggling money. Like it wasn't like that. Um, So I'm pretty sure they just split it all or maybe misbehave just takes it all for herself. I don't know. (laughs) Somehow I doubt it. She doesn't seem like that kind of a person. (laughs) So let's, let's talk about like the actual content of the show. Um, 
it is, like I said, it's a variety show and it's a very, very eclectic variety show. Huh. Um, sometimes it's thrilling. Sometimes it's soulful. Sometimes it's sexy. It is almost always confusing and it's very <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> okay. I kind of like to describe the show as absinthe light. Okay. Um, and, and like you were alluding to Karen, with all the performers kind of moving in and out, the show that I saw is not necessarily a show you're going to see. Right. But, you know, let's face it, that's not the worst gamble people have taken in this town. <laughs> right. Oh, no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> we saw uh, that, like, the show opened with this gender bending strip act that kind of brought that confusing boner phrase back to mind. <laughs> <laughs> you're like really into this, this, and all of a sudden you're like, like, whoa, wait a minute. How do I, how do I feel about this? I <laughs> right. There was actually a couple like that. So there was a woman in the beginning who comes out dressed as a man and then strips down and okay, it's a woman, but she's still got a mustache on. How do I feel about this? <laughs> then there was a dude who did a strip back dressed as a swan later on. And I'm like, I, this is, I don't know how to feel about right. this. Either. So <laughs> there was all kinds of that going on. Interesting. Okay. This there fun. was, there was a little person on roller skates. I think little person is the appropriate phrase that we use. It, now. it is, but let's be honest. Like, does that not sound more demeaning? Like they're not just look, people; look, they're little people. It, it's not up to right. us to decide what is. What I know, they Karen. Feel it's, is it's forever going to stick in my craw. I know. Well, I'm just every time you bring it up, I'm going to smack you back down and say you don't get to decide what they want to be called. Fine, fine. I'm going to say it is is fucking soaked and saturated in fucking sarcasm every time I do. It, like, oh, they're little people. Oh, see, now that's just wrong. <laughs> don't do that. They're not full people. They're little Anyway, ones. let's talk about the, the little person on the roller skates. Probably a good idea. <laughs> so this little person on roller skates um, it did a deliberately terrible dance number to Total Eclipse of the Heart. Really? And I was in tears. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I have total video of this, but... It's probably like I'd share it with you guys, but I don't know that you get use it because all you hear is me just laughing, laughing? my ass off at this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I, I kind of want to see it. Next time you're in town, I, I kind of want right? to see it just because yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm, uh, it, I'm imagining somebody on roller skates and the song Total Eclipse of the Heart. And I'm like, how is it that bad that he was like yeah, in I'm tears the same laughing thing. so like, hard? I, I, I'm, I'm enthralled by this. Okay. He, it was one of those things where it's like, it was like, what if, you know, I did this, but it was like, I didn't really rehearse it or I didn't, I wasn't good at it. <laughs> like deliberately trying to make it look, you know, kind of Bush league. Um, it was, I don't know. I, I was dying. It was hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. You also, you know, might see a hula hooping chicken. So who the fuck knows what you're in. <laughs> what? Yeah. There was a hula hooping chicken. Chickens don't have a waist. How do they hula hoop? <sighs> well, it was a person dressed as a chicken. Oh. <laughs> I, that wasn't clear. That wasn't clear. Sorry. I was under the impression a real slow. chicken was doing this. <laughs> that would, I would pay to see that. Yeah. Right next to the <laughs> I'm, in, I'm imagining a chicken with a hula hoop just around its neck, around kind its of neck. swirling its neck. neck <laughs> There's a visual for you people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good Lord. So misbehave herself. She's the MC. She's excellent. Um, when the show starts, she's quick to explain the whole money throwing thing and that pictures are okay. And social media is encouraged. I, Finally. I, I think that she said, you know, like we don't, our advertising budget is, is you. And so yeah. she, you know, was very, very That's encouraging. Clever. Take pictures, post it. Um, yeah, she's fantastic. Um, oh, and she also swallows swords. 
Um, of course she does. <laughs> yeah. That was nuts to see from the front row because it was, you know, your, your back voice is like, okay, is this really happening? No, right. that was legit. She was swallowing swords. That was amazing. Wow. Uh, uh, my I gag reflex. Her significant just... other is, is very satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that just makes me cringe just even thinking about it. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Throating a fucking um, sword that doesn't do it for you. No. <laughs> No, and read into that what you want people, but no, it doesn't. I don't. I don't think she greased it either, so I don't know. <laughs> All right, hang in there, Mark. All right, so some other other performers we had there. Uh, Trice B. Phantom is a singer. He's a frequent performer there. He did this amazing rendition of what's going on that I felt unworthy to witness. Wow! Wow! Um, yeah, he he's amazing. He came out and sang a couple times. Um, the icing on the cake for us was burlesque performer Banbury Cross. She closed out the show with this probably the best burlesque striptease I've ever seen, and I you know kind of consider wow, myself okay. a bit of a connoisseur. <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately for all the listeners, she was only there for a limited two week run, mm. and as we've talked about, that's kind of how this show operates. Some performers are regulars. Some are in town for limited shows. And, you know, you might even be surprised, like some people such as Tapeface might come from other local shows and just pop in for a show or two. And you don't know. It's like, you know, Forrest Gump and his box of chocolates. You don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> that would be cool to have one of the other big, because Tapeface is a headliner. He's got his own show. Yeah. And yeah. For, so for him to pop in there and. and well, it's similar to Lady Gaga over at uh, Nomad. It's yeah, right. Her, yeah. her jazz guys. Right. Right. That kind of that kind of popped in my mind, too, as I was thinking about this. Um you know, and, you know, even if you don't like the version of the show you end up seeing, you're out the cost of a low price ticket, maybe an expensive an drink expensive or two. Dr- I was thinking the same thing. Right. <laughs> you're half a block from Tremont Street experience. Right. So, yeah, it's not like there are a lot worse places you could be. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, like, I know some people who really didn't like Absinthe. I love Absinthe. And that would be, okay, we spent 200 bucks each or whatever on, you know, on a Friday night. We spent 200 bucks each on these tickets and we hated it. That would suck. Right. Totally right. different experience here. For us, when the show was over, we absolutely, we wanted to stay. Um, cheap Shot, it converts into either a club or a piano bar after the show, depending on the night. Huh. And we really just want to like hang out and drink and party with the performers. But we had reservations back down on the strip. <laughs> so we've already talked about seeing the show again and making sure that we don't plan anything after the show. Huh. Interesting. And well, I will what? also say... Seeing the show again, I'm going to extend this invitation to the two of you. The next time that we are in town and it is a show night there that that we will take you to to see the show well, because I, I like it that much. I was just thinking, like, if you guys are going back to it, I, I want to go with you. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Mark's up for it, but sure. to me, I yeah, I definitely want to go see this. It sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. So something I'm going to include in these reviews is what I'm going to call the AFF or the audience fuckery factor. I can't <laughs> wait to hear the definition of this. Okay. So some people, including Mark, yep. hate to be singled out or involved in the slightest in the show. Yes. And so I think it's important to point out when you might accidentally be drawn into the show. Um, for the show we saw, there was one person a few seats over from me who helped the little person with the total eclipse of the heart number. Uh-huh. Um, I think this can, can kind of be expected when you're in the front row. True. Yeah. Um, you're much more likely to be tapped in. Right. If absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a few performance that's performances that started kind of away from the stage near the front door of the, of the bar. And they kind of work their way through the crowd toward the stage. Um, misbehave. She does some of her MC work by standing on the bar, probably an attempt to kind of, 
keep us looking at her and away from the stage while they're mm-hmm. swapping some things out. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but, you know, honestly, even if nobody in my audience was messed with, it doesn't mean no one in your audience will be messed mm-hmm. with. I think people are going to have a blast either way, though. Okay. Okay. That mark mark might be a little less. I'm, I'm more apprehensive now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, I, I didn't make him feel better. I made we'll, him feel ask, better. we'll just ask to be seated in the middle. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. yes. Like the middle, middle of the the stage, middle of the. I'll row. be sure to put one of those uh, curmudgeon uh, uh, mugs on my face. Like uh, who's the who's the old uh, puppet that Walter? Jeff Den- Walter. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm uh, kind of wrapping this up. You know, the wife and I, we thoroughly enjoyed Misbehaves and Mavericks. For me, it's easily in my top three Vegas Holy entertainment shit. experience. Yeah. Wow. And, and it's number one in terms of value. Um, something important to note, and we talked a little bit about this before. As I was kind of finishing up putting this review together, we learned that the show is going into hiatus after Thanksgiving. Oh. And if you know anything about entertainment in Vegas, you know that hiatus can often be code for closing at this venue, but we won't say closing to give the show a chance to find another space. Yeah. Hmm. I hope that that's not the case here. Um, this show is an absolute gem, you guys, and it really deserves all the life you can get. So I'm going to tell our listeners that if you're going to be in Vegas between now and Thanksgiving, I encourage you to check it out. There's no question, um, or so if you check it out, so that there is no question that it returns in spring, um, which is when they say we'll be able to see it again after the holidays. So something um, that I see is missing in this review is the mention of breasts. I'm curious, are they involved? <laughs> yes. Are they on display? Well, there was the burlesque number right. where she went down to basically pasties and okay. um, and and like a g-string, and then there was um, the the gender bending strip number where where he stripped down right and we realized he okay. was a she it, yeah. and and so there was you know there was some pasties there i don't think there were bare nipples it's not like you know yeah, it's uh, more the shape of fantasy or anything like that <laughs> it's more the shape of the breast that mark yeah. likes to see rather than just the nipples yeah. themselves so you know. yeah. yeah yeah but pasties are distracting they're like oh what it, it's like you bedazzled your breast what are you doing <laughs> 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 that's a that's a legal ease so that they can actually do that in public without being called a stripper. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, tickets. Tickets are available only at the venue's website, which is CheapShotDTLV. So, so CheapShot Downtown Las Vegas, CheapShotDTLV.com. At the time that we uh, did this recording, shows are Thursdays at 7, Fridays at 8, and two shows on Saturdays, 8 and 10.30. Nice. Very cool. Nice. All right. Do you got any final questions for him? I, I'm I'm questioned out. I, I, I no. I, I feel like we've kind of addressed it like through the through the, the conversation and discussion. This is a good one. Agreed. This is what's fun. Like he's he's reviewing these shows now. I'm like, oh okay, I'll go see that. I know, right? <laughs> so well done, Josh. Watching the weird shit so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> or basically telling us what weird shit is worth watching. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> So that was our review of Misbehaves Mavericks. As always, we encourage you to go out and experience these things for yourselves. Please don't take our word for it. Showtimes, ticket prices, and deals are all subject to change. Be sure to check with the property for the most up-to-date information. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback about this review, you can find Josh at VegasJDubs on Twitter. And check out 360 Vegas reviews for the show notes. 